2023 crypto predictions. This is the perfect prediction for this upcoming year. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Bean Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be going through 2023 crypto market predictions. Everybody wants to know what's going to happen this upcoming year. You know, we have we've talked about the Fed. You know, we have Bitcoin having cycles in 2024. But mm. is, does that mean that cryptocurrencies this year will see a run leading up to it? Right. So there's so many little factors I think we need to kind of look at. Uh, what altcoins we could see pumping potentially at some point this year, different narratives that will play out and dive into, you know, maybe the metaverse, NFTs. There's so much to roll out this upcoming yeah. year. 100%. And I feel like right now, you know, let's be real. We're in the middle of a crypto bear market. And some people tend to just, you know what, I'm going to completely switch off. I'm going to run away from crypto. I'm not going to think about it. And when things start, when I start seeing tr uh, headlines again, then I'll get back involved. That is 100% the wrong way to think about it. This is the time to dial in, do your research, see what's happening, see when things will trend again. And like you mentioned, always find what we've been talking about lately, the narratives. Narratives are key. So first, I think we're going to talk about just the general market and then we'll get into some narratives and, you know, maybe throw out some altcoin banger picks in there at the end. So make sure you watch <laughs> to the end of the episode. Absolutely. So if you've been following us for the past year, you know, we like to stay glued to the ground really trying to figure out ahead of time what we're going to see, but we're trying to learn from past mistakes, uh, maybe some things that we've missed to bring better information to you. So one of the things I think that we're going to see uh, a big narrative around this year in one of our recent episodes, which was considered the biggest threat to crypto, but it's going to be uh, central bank digital currencies. I think we're going to see a lot of narratives around that as the Fed pilot program comes out uh, mid-2023. So, you know, the ISO 2022 standard cryptos like Algorand, HBAR, uh, Quant, LCX, I think those will all see some sort of tailwind this upcoming year. Yeah, so CBDCs and regulation in general, I think is going to be a big trend, you know, for better or for worse for crypto and the entire market this year. So we did an entire, we did a standalone episode on CBDCs. So if you haven't seen that one, check that one out. But just a quick refresher, you know, central bank digital currencies, there's about 90 countries that are either piloting or researching this concept right now. So in 2023, we already know, as you said, the Fed, the U.S. is going to be rolling it out. We're going to be seeing headlines across the board of banks and governments basically building their own versions of digital currencies, whether it's on blockchain or not. It's all kind of ties in with the whole crypto thesis. So what we've been doing is researching how it works what altcoins are partnering with governments in the background to make this happen? And is it going to be good for crypto? Is it going to be bad for crypto? Well, that's kind of up for debate. With, with the, I think with the central bank digital currencies, I think we're going to, we are going to see the increased regulations. And with increased regulations, it's going to be a, more of a crackdown. I wonder you know, what will happen with the SEC and Ripple XRP this year. Um, I watched a really interesting video the other day and it was discussing the fact that like, 
you know, what, what, what's on the stock market right now? They're all considered securities, but it's regulated. So if we could see some form of regulation this year, we could have a bunch of crypto projects that are considered securities, but they're just going to be regulated. Yeah. So crypto will still exist. 100%. It's just a matter of which ones. I think we've always been on this frame of mind on this show and on our other channels. It's we need regulation. We need regulation for trillions of dollars of institutional money to flow into the crypto market, especially after we saw the debacle of Luna and then FTX in 2022. We need regulation more than ever because if you're a hedge fund managing $500 billion, you're not going to touch crypto until it becomes much more clear on how these things are going to be regulated because you could literally invest in one of the top 10 projects like Luna or the second or third largest exchange in FTX and it goes to fucking zero. Mm. So... We're, you know, this is the predictions episode, so I'll just throw out a prediction. We're going to see regulations come in in 2023. People are going to think they're bearish. Every time you see a headline come in for with regulation, crypto will dip. But long term, this is very, very bullish for crypto. Because when we saw the FTX collapse, so many institutions are getting burned and big investors like Kevin O'Leary, for example. What this is going to allow for is a lot more money to pour back into the space because right now they don't want to lose, you know, client's money or all this capital, right? So yeah, I think this year will be the year of regulation. Yeah, 100%. And another narrative that always gets thrown around in the crypto industry is the Bitcoin halving. Mm. And as you mentioned at the top of the episode, we're kind of in between now. So, you know, typically the Bitcoin halving leads to the bull run. So right now, the next Bitcoin halving is April 2024. So we're still a month and a half ish, just under a month and a half away from the next one. Uh, sorry, 2024. 2024, yeah. yeah. So we're about a, a year, a year and a half yeah. away. Yeah, a year and a half, uh, sorry. So now what does that mean for 2023? It's, if you look at the past cycles, you basically see flat and chop at this time. So if you look at it, you know, where 2018 was the comparatives to now, it's flat and then chop and then maybe like another dip and then, but this is the time to accumulate, right? This is the time to do research. And then when do you think, based on the previous halvings, will we start to see that, uptrend mm. so you know I, I think with this year i think we're gonna see um there i think there's still on a high block capital there's some really interesting charts you can check out on there you can find out liquidation levels so in the in the short to midterm we could see some there's a lot of liquidation to be grabbed at like the 13.5 13.8k mark for bitcoin um however those are just quick wicks right it grabs the liquidity comes right back up in saying that, there's also been, in our previous bear market episodes that we've talked about, how many relief rallies there are within crypto, within the stock market, at least. Typically, a bear market could see upwards of seven bear market rallies. We've seen about two or three in this bear market. So right. we're still due, from a historical pers perspective, to see a few more bear market rallies. So I could see, you know, Bitcoin maybe crabbing sideways for a bit during Q1, but then if there's any mention of like a Fed pivot, uh, interest rates being cut, risk on assets, all of a sudden we'll see a spike. We could see Bitcoin spike back up to like 32K yep. before, you know, coming back down again and then inching up towards the next Bitcoin halving in uh, Q1, Q2 of 2024. Right. And, you know, it is important to note that Bitcoin and crypto, as we always say, it follows the stock market. And we've, we've also done a standalone 2023 stock market prediction episode. So if you haven't seen that one, check it out. Because in order to fully understand the crypto market and the way Bitcoin moves, you need to understand the stock market. So I think, yeah, you're 100% right. We're, we're probably going to see more bear market rallies. And, you know, every time we see a bear market rally, what happens? People say, new bull run. 
start of the new bull run, all in. And, you know, we just caution, don't do that. You know, make sure to follow us on all our channels, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Discord, because we're always, we're keeping you guys updated on these things about, you know, this is a bull trap. You can trade it, but make sure you're taking profits because we're still in a bear market. This is just a bear market rally. So, you know, when you're talking about 2023 crypto predictions, that's bang on because you have to keep in mind there will be rallies, but they are just bear market rallies. And a lot of people will forget that because when you see things going up, you're like, oh, bull yeah, market's back, yeah, baby. We're back, we're back. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, just remember that we're not. So I think the relief rally we're going to see will be stronger. One of my predictions is that it will be stronger than the one we saw in June leading up to the ETH merge. Right. It was a pretty strong relief rally that we saw there. My prediction is we see a stronger one than that. Okay. Followed by another sell-off maybe even a stronger sell-off yeah you never know i mean yeah. like you know you see a lot of predictions of you know where is the bitcoin bottom and you know it's kind of nice that you know we, we bought them there around what 15k something and man we have seen some catastrophic news from ftx to this latest thing with gemini and genesis to right all, all kinds of things and still it, it hasn't broken that trend so there is some camp that say that you know bitcoin has bottomed personally I think it will eventually find a bear market bottom a little bit lower. But as you said earlier, it may only last a couple of days. Yeah. You know, it might just wick down to 13 or 12 or maybe even 10K. But you know there will be buying power coming back up there. So don't try to catch that bottom unless you're glued to the computer 24-7 mm. or set your buy orders. Yeah. You're not going to catch it. I think another thing we see this year is the re-rise of NFTs. Um, you know, last year and the year before that was really heavy on you know, like JPEG, NFTs, the monkeys, all that shit. No real utility. I think this will be the year of NFT music. Mm. I think we'll see a lot more artists transitioning um, their music as like a tokenized song. Um, so that's what I, I'm kind of seeing this year for, for an NFT perspective. Yeah, I think you're, I think I agree with that. Uh, you're going to see NFTs come back in a completely different way. And more important is that it's going to have more utility than, you know, the JPEGs and the monkeys. So I agree with NFT music. We've been talking about that for a while. I think other great applications could be NFT ticket exchanges. I've seen some NFT ticket exchanges being launched on the likes of Near Protocol and other blockchains, which can change the way that scalpers, you know, make money off. They profit off of musicians and the musicians don't see anything. And you saw what happened with that Taylor Swift concert where tickets were being resold for 40K. Yeah. Like NFT tickets can change all that. So I think we're going to start to see the utility of NFT comes out, come out and change the, you know, the masses perspective on people think NFTs are stupid. Yeah. And course. for good reason. Because everything that happened in the bubble of 2021 is was stupid. Yeah. But if you really look into the technology, it can be game-changing. So I do look forward to 2023 seeing a complete narrative change for NFTs. It's like, wow, this actually can be used for good. So mm. that'll be pretty cool to see. And, you know, when it happens with music and when it ha happens with tickets, the next two things that will occur with, the N with NFTs, in, in, uh, in my humble opinion, what's why this is so good is for certain blockchain projects like an ethereum or you know polygon matic etc it's going to be so much more usage on the network which should in turn drive the price of some of these altcoins up a bit further yeah yeah true just by network effect and yeah. you know people thinking about it again so yeah that's a good point one thing i i always kind of try to remember which is difficult is that the, the new trends and narratives and projects that will be leading the next bull market at this point in the in the bear market may have not even appeared yet, right? So the next big gainers that will come for, for 2024, 2025 bull market, if that's how it plays out, they may not have even launched their token yet, right? Mm. So you really have to keep your ears to the ground to find new projects, well-funded with 
game-changing technology, whether it be layer ones, layer twos, metaverse, NFTs, Plato, whatever it is, whatever the next narrative, we don't even know what the next narrative is. That's why it's important, you know, make sure you subscribe to this channel because we're always finding these new narratives. So a lot of people say, I, you know, I see in my comments, it's like, oh, if I just buy, if I buy Solana, Cardano, Avalanche, and uh, BNB, and the top 10 coins, they're so low now, they'll go back to all-time highs, right? Well, the reality is that most coins don't go back to their all-time high of the previous bull runs. You need to find the new ones, the new narratives, the new coins that haven't launched, and I think we're going to be really looking for those. On CoinGecko, you can actually see, like, you can look up projects, and you can see how many days it's been since previous all-time high, and a lot of, like, the big names, like you mentioned, are, like, 550 days since previous all-time high. It's, it's going to take a lot of capital and a lot of time before you do see that again. Um, you know, that project Aptos that launched... It launched in probably like the worst possible time during the FTX collapse. The market was selling off like crazy. Really interesting technology, but just probably not the best time for that yeah. project. And if you do look at like a Solana chart, for example, you see at the price it traded at for so long. It would have been like a uh, top thousand token at the time. But when it spiked up to like two, 200 and something dollars or whatever it was, like that market cap that it gained. So that's why we're looking at projects now that are in the top thousand that have the potential to end up like a Solana, not, not where it's trading now. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Just by, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and where, how high it got to. So that's why it's so important to be looking for these small cap gems. Um, you know, one I wanted, I really want to talk about is the fact that I believe that the metaverse will also make some sort of, sort of return. And I think it's going to be sparked by the one that's launched on Hedera Hashgraph and that's Otherverse. Yeah, for sure. Um, trillions of dollars are going to enter into that space. You know, when we're turning 2D websites into three-dimensional uh, web immersive web pages mm -hmm. where you can now sell your products so much more immersively, that is where the advertising dollars are going to be spent. And I think that's what's really going to drive the, you know, the narrative for Metaverse again. Yeah, and it's important. You, you really need to pay attention when talking about narratives and spotting narratives. And don't, don't pass over these things. So the last time we saw Metaverse trend, what was the spark? It was Facebook changing its name to Meta. After that, Metaverse tokens went crazy for months. So all we need to see to spark another Metaverse rally is a big company like Apple, and I made a video about this a couple of days ago, potentially launching a VR device, you know, or Amazon saying something about the Metaverse or Google. You know, it's, it's really the, the media drives these narratives and it's all about big tech. So if big tech is getting into Metaverse or AI or whatever, those are the headlines you have to watch and really look into it, really see the domino effect of how that's going to affect crypto. So I think 100% we are going to see either an Apple or another big company make inroads into the metaverse or VR or AR, and that will be the spark. That's the, okay, now is the time. And that's when tokens like, you know, the other verse, <clears throat> they haven't launched their token yet, but it's going to be happening this year. Or sorry, uh, this year in 2023. I keep forgetting it's 2023. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, like the verse. Um, I think, yeah, we, we've, we've, gone into detail in depth why the other verse is so great so look for you know metaverse tokens like that other ones like render token who we've seen is already working with apple mm. so that one i think could be really key as well I mean, any any apple announcements i think will have more of an impact than uh meta or facebook because a met facebook and meta was already so um caught up in the controversies with like stealing people's information etc so there's it's like why am i going to jump into a world where you're stealing more of my information right plus they've kind of seen 
you know, their usage kind of fall off a little bit. And it's a different age population that uses Facebook. It's a lot more of the older demographic. Mm. So that may not be the perfect catalyst. And hence why we've seen such a big sell-off in, you know, Decentraland and the Sandbox, et cetera. But if Apple does it, Mm. you are now capturing a bigger portion of the, of the population and a younger younger portion as well yeah they have a much better reputation with yeah. the entire world so yeah. that could be a good one i mean other narratives we have to talk about ai like mm. ai if you follow us on twitter in the discord we've been we've been on ai for weeks now nearly a month and the world is catching on you know chat gpt came out and if you haven't seen what chat gpt is capable of it is mind-blowing it is one of the first consumer-facing ai apps that actually makes you understand the power of AI. You know, you ask it a question with maybe two or three different variables in it and it gives you a personalized answer with anything. And now people are building businesses around ChatGPT and it's really sparked just what I was talking about, headlines. They're starting to pop up. This company's talking about AI. ChatGPT valued at 29 billion. Microsoft rumored to be wanting to buy ChatGPT. So you're going to see this AI narrative play out all through 2023 and we're just at the start of it. And that's why we've been getting into these AI tokens. You know, we talked about Vio two, three weeks ago. It's a 450%. We did that episode specifically about AI altcoins, Cortex, Singularity Net, Fetch AI. They're all up 100%. And I think, you know, there will be pullbacks as you were mentioning earlier, but AI for me is potentially the largest narrative of 2023, not just for crypto, but the entire world. Absolutely. And I, you know, I just saw a headline today where McDonald's was laying off a bunch of people, not just to cut costs. The reason was for innovation. They didn't say artificial intelligence. They said innovation. What the hell do you think that means? Yeah. It means artificial intelligence. So they're going to be replacing a bunch of their, cu- their not their customers, their actual employees with AI tech. And that's all it takes is more of these announcements, you know, from the ma- from global conglomerates. And we all know how crypto works. It works on speculation and, you know, narratives. So that's yeah. what we're looking for. So what other narratives um, do you think are going to play a part of 2023? One that we've, we've discussed, and it was pretty hot around the whole Elon Musk Twitter thing, is decentralized social media. And it's kind of taken a bit of a, a dip lately because it's taken a backseat to other narratives. But I see it coming back in 2023 just because people want this. People want decentralized everything. And decentralized social media networks like Deso, uh, we saw there's that, what was it, the the... the Twitter um, portfolio for on Binance was it the blue the oh the Bluebird Index Bluebird Index yeah, yeah so that was Mask Network and you know we did that episode about Elon's Twitter altcoins yeah. right so you know Dogecoin Mask Network even BNB because Binance is invested in Twitter mm-hmm. and Deso I'm looking at those potential decentralized social media coins to see pumps I think people are still forgetting about Dogecoin because Elon Musk is making change at Twitter rapidly. And I would not bet against some sort of Dogecoin integration or announcement, maybe even more important, in 2023 that will just ride Doge to the moon again. You know well, what I mean? Like Maybe he needs to raise some money for like Tesla or his AI robots or something like that. And he, he'll just be like, uh, do- he'll just tweet Doge. Yeah. And they'll go up like, you know, 400% or something. He'll <laughs> yeah. just pull a bunch of profits. Like, I, I got my whatever covered. Legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. So like... Look for, I mean, decentralized social media coins. Yeah, Deso again, like we've talked about Deso. I know they've made some big moves. They hired a new C, uh, chief marketing officer or yeah. something like that, CTO, CEO From Facebook. From Facebook. They're and, making big moves. And even if it's not Deso specifically, I do think that we do see some sort of move to decentralized social media. You know, I know Twitter has really um, uncovered just how corrupt 
social media and the media in general is. Yep. You know, and the fact that I think it was like CBS was trying to pull out of Twitter and it's because they're pumping out fucking shit, shit news articles that aren't actually factual. Yeah. Um, so Twitter's really highlighted and exposed. Yeah. Um, so, and I think people really want, you know, the, med- the media is not controlled for them. They have the power to the content that they want to see and they can choose the content that they want to see. It shouldn't be up to a higher power to control what it is that you're watching. Yeah, 100%. You know? I think that, you know, the people, the voices are getting heard more and more as the, as the years go on. Uh, which brings me to my last possible narrative for 2023, and that's privacy and security. You know, it's, it's, it's every year there's more hacks, there's more exploits. People are getting exploited by social media companies that are owning their data and selling things to them. And I think we're going to continue to see this movement of privacy and security across the board, not just social media, in financial world, marketing, everything. So I'm looking for privacy and security coins and anti-hack coins because the number of hacks goes up every year. It's fucking crazy. Like, you know, we get hacked, they get hacked, everyone gets hacked. So I'm looking at Oasis Network and Secret Network for privacy and security. And then also Lossless, who we had that, we had um, their CTO on for an interview earlier last year. Lossless is anti-hack coin. So those are, that's kind of the privacy and security that I I look at. I'm also looking for uh, the announcement of tokenization of real world goods. You know, I think we're going to maybe see a little bit more towards the enterprise cryptos. Uh, it's like a quant, uh, maybe a Morpheus network. Um, you know, projects that already have a majority of their tokens in circulation, not a lot of competition, so they have a good moat. Um, you know, I think enterprise adoption could be a, an absolute massive narrative this year as well. Yeah. Um, and I want to touch upon to one last thing is that I think we... We finally see Bitcoin mining capitulation uh, bottom out. But this is a good thing for, you know, if you're looking into stocks like Riot and Mara, you know, like the big name companies, they're going to get the lion's share now moving forward as these little smaller companies have kind of faded out due to the price of Bitcoin making their operations unprofitable. Right. And that will also um, contribute to the, the bottom price of Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, to, to kind of sum up what we think of what's going to happen in the crypto market in 2023, it's going to be choppy. It's probably going to be sleepy at times. There's going to be bear market rallies. We probably haven't seen the bottom bottom. But if you still want to be profitable this year, if you still want to make money, you need to spot the narratives. And in order to do that, it's difficult. That's why make sure you're subscribed. Follow us on all our channels. Join our Discord. We always give the first information into our Discord. But, you know, 2023 could be a, a scary year for investing, just like 2022 was, but there are ways to make it. Yeah. I, I'm personally looking for an XRP SEC settlement this year. Uh, I'm looking to see a face-melting uh, relief rally yeah. on Bitcoin. I think it will surprise a lot of people up until that 30, 32K range okay. is what I'm looking for. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, the just the increased overall adoption. And um, I'm really curious to see how the CBDC pilot goes with the Fed um, mid this year. As yeah, well. I think I think I can see Bitcoin bottoming out somewhere between maybe 12 and 10K. A wick. Yeah, just but that's like that'll be the final bottom. It'll be a yeah, and it'll yeah. be a wick. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. But if you want to if you want to, you know, check out what's going on, make sure to like subscribe and then tune to the next episode because that one's going to be a banger.
views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.